This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin, who created... I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Stoker. We are Pretty Deadly, and you're listening... To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. You are now listening to the longest running, most must see and hear podcast in the world of wrestling today. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Chino Liao and Ro Moran reporting for Judy. Yo, yo, yo. To talk about wrestling in the world this week. And of course, we had to bring in some backup. You've seen him as a guest on this very podcast before talking about all things wrestling. Let's bring in DJ Mark Thompson. Yeah. Hey. Uh, hey guys. Hey Chido. Hey Ro. Hey man. Thanks. Hey man. So, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I hope Stan recovers from his STD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening backstage. I did say supposed, <laughs> uh, supposed, so not my fault. But anyway, let's jump right into things, guys. For this weekend in wrestling, the biggest news coming out of this week are the releases coming from the world of NXT. So if you guys don't know, ang daming pinakawala ng NXT this week. We have uh, Bronson Reed. Uh, Bronson Reed. We also have yep, yep. Tyler Rust, uh, formerly of the Diamond Mine faction. We also have Sinibobaro. Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish, Mercedes Martinez, uh, some other guys that. Yeah, those four, those four are the biggest, the highest profile releases of the NXT. Because there are ongoing storylines, and then they just got suddenly um, jettisoned out of the company just like that, with no regard for what they have going on. Right. Sounds very similar to uh, what happened to Alistair Black now. Malachi Black is the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, similarly, but according to reports coming from the backstage area of the WWE, the releases were not related to budget like before. Rather, they were related to a new vision that Vince and company are trying to put into NXT. So let's flash back a little bit from this uh, occurrence and say that WWE has now conceded the Wednesday Night Wars. They wanted to go up against AEW. They couldn't go up against AEW. They moved back to a Tuesday. They moved back to a Wednesday. They moved to yeah, a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. No. And now, with what's been happening, it looks like Vince McMahon, uh, head honcho in charge, is looking to put NXT back into its developmental place. 
So guys, flashback what, OVW. Yes. So guys, <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on what's happening right now in the world of NXT? It's sad. It's super sad because uh, you know we've we've gotten so many people from like from like way back with Sina Daniel Bryan, like just seeing it grow, and it was starting to feel like a third brand. My peak for it, just my opinion was um, when Sina Ricochet and Sina Adam Cole, w- when that batch was there, I feel like that was the peak. And it was really like something scary. That was, um, yeah, the whole AEW thing's really like, uh, you know, losing the battle and then going head to head. Did you guys see the thing on the TV with the TV screen in, in, the, in the booth where they were airing AEW shows? Like there was a little report like they were where, where was this um it was it was one of those uh it was like a somebody leaked a picture where i think NXT was uh watching dynamite alongside ah, yeah and right and it, yeah i think i remember this yeah, yeah yeah so just i don't know it's all falling apart i i can't believe they're doing this and just the last NXT like the spirit was down you, you know what i mean like uh i, I remember the intro a we are NXT, and somebody yelled out, "We were NXT." One of the fans, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, it's it's heavy." And for those people that show up there, the it's one venue, like uh, it's not yeah, it's yeah. not rotating. Like these are hardcore fans, and you you kind of like shit on them. Damn, I, I was going for a goal of not swearing tonight. They kind they, <laughs> they kind of really like let them down. You know, because they're there supporting every week and you've built all these guys and it's like, nope, just overhaul. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a mess. Ayun, yung sina, uh, Balita uh, updated us in the comments. So he also mentioned that Leon Ruff, Conan Reeves, um, Jake Atlas, uh, we almost forgot them. Uh, they were also part of the releases of NXT. So, all right, here's the thing. Um, I kind of get it because they need developmental and nxt was really supposed to be developmental i was there uh from the very beginning back when it was a game show back when it was supposed to feed the main roster new stars and that was you know the nexus and all of that good stuff right and along the way it just turned into something of a third brand and then i kind of had to figure out how were they going to give up people if they also wanted to be a third brand so some um, I knew that there was like a disconnect between how it's supposed to work and how Triple H wanted to, wanted it to work and how Vince McMahon wanted it to work because as long as Vince McMahon kept getting people from NXT, you can't really keep building NXT as the third brand that you want Correct. because you lose guys like Shinsuke Nakamura, you got lose guys like Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, uh, some people who are just lucky enough to go back to NXT, right? So uh, on the whole. I understand why they need young guys, big guys, uh, why they prefer those over the older indie stars that are smaller that the hardcore fans might like to see. It's just that it's uh, it's sad because you're right, Mark. Uh, they did kind of shit on the hardcore fans yeah. that, were, that, that watch NXT week in and week out because um, at this point, we can't help but acknowledge that NXT is the bright spot in the darkness that is Vince McMahon's main roster yeah. booking, right? So I can't sit here and watch other people trash Triple H for doing what he thought was best uh, when it when it time when it came time to give back to the fans. So a lot a lot of feelings about this. Uh, it's just weird to um, kind of understand both sides of the coin here. I just, I just wish Vince didn't visit, huh? Like he, he didn't take a trip to the. <laughs> so yeah, the, jumping off what what Mark said a few months back, it was reported that Vince McMahon paid a visit, uh, paid a visit to the PC, uh, to give a once over on all the new talent that was there. That's where he found Keith Lee and all the other yeah. people who are now appearing on dark matches, uh, which we'll get to later on. But also at the same time, that's probably where he realized uh, that. The developmental aspect of NXT. You know, it I feel like, and this is something that we've talked about in the past. Like even when if even when Camus was still with us, um, he's just not on the podcast. 
But uh, even when he was still with us, we've talked about how unsustainable this vision for NXT was moving forward. You expect them to be able to put on a takeover quality show on a weekly basis just to even give a to stand a chance against AEW Dynamite. And even then, that wasn't enough, right? Even then, when you had good NXT shows, it was still not enough to beat Dynamite in the ratings war that went on, yeah. right? So, in a sense, I feel like this is a Vince as a businessman also cutting his losses, also going back to the original root of what NXT was. Right? You mentioned guys like Daniel Bryan. You even have guys like Kevin Owens who according to the newer reports, would not have made the cut right? if they uh, applied the current uh, standards, shall we say, that Vince wants to, to uh, implement moving forward. Right? There are reports that say that there is a leak going around where he sent a message to Bruce Pitchard and Johnny Ace, John Laronitis, how they don't want to hire midgets, they don't want to hire guys over 30, and they only want to hire stars. Like, uh, their idea for the whole thing was the people who should be on the new NXT should be able to headline Mania. Yeah, like, that's no, the goal. Like, yeah, headliners. Man, yeah. Which, in a sense, also reverts back to their original idea of NXT. Because what was NXT? It was OVW, It was... Yeah. Uh, developmental talaga siya. That's where they found guys like Big E and Seth Rollins and all of the yep. Shield and everybody else that we have on the main roster now. So I totally can see where they're trying to go here. Do I agree to the extent of people having to lose their jobs? Of course not. Because these are people who've had to relocate their entire lives, bring their families along just to go to Florida and make it in the WWE. And then all of a sudden, they're not on TV anymore. All of a sudden, they never even made their TV debut, right? So, it's on that regard. But I can respect, not even respect, but acknowledge the fact that developmental is the way they want to go back. Yeah. That they're investing, they have to invest in the future. But like also just to add, I don't think they stood a chance with the Wednesday Night Wars either. Because could you imagine? Could you imagine like there was a head-to-head -head right now with AEW on the main, or let's say WWE and WCW, right? Could you imagine pulling Stone Cold out <laughs> or yeah. The Rock out yeah. at the peak of these wars? Yeah. They just don't stand a chance because yeah. every time something good's happening they'll jump them up to the main roster and it's that's it. I mean, let's be realistic. We had among Stone Cold or The Rock levels that's among the release. It's not, yeah, to say, yeah. not to say that they're not able to, but at, this, at where they stand right now, yeah, yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah, right? So it's not like a fair comparison. But at the same time, yes, I agree. Uh, it's sad that people have to lose their jobs because of this vision. Yeah, uh, you're right, Mark. You're totally right that WWE lost that war and it's it's weird because it's also not their fault I mean it's not Triple H's fault I mean like uh, people were hate watching uh, AEW because it's not Vince McMahon it's not Vince McMahon's product so uh, that's also one factor why they lost and it's just that there are bigger stars in AEW they were never gonna, they were never going to stand a chance and in business if it doesn't work it just doesn't work and somebody will just have to change something along the way. But Chino's also right. Now he needn't like a fair um, to pull the rug from underneath people who wanted to get their dream job of being in the WWE. So that's really not. Can I fair. add though? It's a lot. It's a lot better. They let them go now at this rate now in this current time than last year. Because last year there were no options and everybody was closed. But now. They have Dynamite, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan. They have options because everybody's somewhat operating now. Whereas last year, they let people go, and you know, there's nowhere to, there's no jobs to to take. So it sucks. It's such a complex thing to talk about because yes. you know these are people's it's, lives. It's really not black and white. Yeah, it's it really, really isn't. White, it really say. isn't. You can't just take one. Side of the equation here, because say you're disregarding the whole entire other side of the argument, right? Yeah. So what do you? It's I guess it all boils down to what you want to see in the long run, right? Do you want to see an NXT that is 
the same as the current product now, or do you want to see a deeper main roster? Parang yun yung question na pumapasok sa akin. Yeah, but I think people want to see a third brand. Be, but it's probably not going to be NXT at this point. You can watch it somewhere else. I hope we don't get the hokey scripts. Yeah. Well, as long as as Vince is in charge, you're going to get hokey scripts, guys. No, no, alamo, alamo. Um, if the idea is just to replace the indie stars with bigger, younger guys, and then you still keep the NXT style of booking that we have now under Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That'd be fine. That'll be totally fine. Like, leave Shawn Michaels and Triple H in charge of the product. Like, hire whoever Vince wants to hire. Uh, that's fine with me. I think I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't be objected to that. Right. I right. agree. All right, Mark, any more thoughts? Um, that's it for now. You guys can carry on and I'll, I'll see what I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> before we do carry on, we're going to have to take a break to let you know more about the Manica podcast here on Podcast Network Asia. But first, here are some of the ways you can help out the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Bro. All right, guys. First of all, we have uh, a SummerSlam viewing party next next weekend. So uh, that is Sunday, August 22, Manila time. All you got to do to come join us is to sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. For as low as 250 pesos, you can join us. Our Discord community get uh, special exclusive review content of all the shows that you watch on TV. Got free merch and all that good stuff. Uh, you can join us for as low as 250 pesos. And also, you can support us through your online shopping at Lazada. Uh, tapos na yung sale today. Uh, this is the last day of the sale, but you can still get whatever you want and need on Lazada. Kasi hashtag, nasa Lazada yan. All you gotta do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash EUL, podlink.co slash EUL. Use that link on your browser before you add to cart and check out. And portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. All right. That was incredible. That was incredible, man. That was amazing, right? All right. Now a word from our fellow podcast here on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. All right. Hey, let's get to some Kumu shout-outs. People are letting themselves heard here on Kumu. Sabi ng geeky ones, I think. Is this Stevie or June? Yeah, it's probably Stevie. Yes. Kona Reeves could probably make it in Hollywood. He has that Eurasian look. Probably. Sana we see him there. And according and uh, Stevie also asked, is RK bro over? What do you guys think? I know. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't so, think so. I don't I, think I, so. I, I actually, what about all that merch, man? They yeah, can't yeah that exactly. Like Randy was wearing the merch. <laughs> like, how can he... And, and he tapped him twice. He tapped him twice and said, this is just who I am. So you got to keep it going. <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed if they cut this storyline. This got to be dragged on to mania, you know? Yeah. Sabi din ng geeky ones, we feel terrible about Leon Ruff. We all do. We feel for everybody. So the Jake Atlas and company who's lost their jobs during the season cuts. The geeky ones also say, impact is the bridge of the forbidden door. And yeah, sabi niya, SummerSlam is going to be held on a Saturday. Uh, yes. In Terrobang at the end here. The question mark exclamation point. Why is it again? Bro? Why is it held on a Saturday? Uh, because Allegiant Stadium asked them to. Uh, I don't know why, but I believe it has something to do with Pacquiao's fight. <laughs> I think so. Wow. I, I, I think, yeah, I think Tamaharo. I think it does have yeah, something yeah, yeah. to do with Pacquiao's fight. Yeah. But the stadium asked him to hold it on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. I don't know. I don't know either. Also, Sabani Kyle, I do stand line so well. Thank you, I guess. Uh ni Ad- did Angelo, he also sent us uh 10 halo halos from Alvarez. One halo halo from Ad- Angelo. The geeky one sent over a whoa. I don't know what. Whoa. Whoa. What did, what did he do on TikTok? That one, I think. <laughs> Paolo sent us a San Marino tuna. Thank you, Paolo. Wow. 
Uh, love that. Love the San Marino tuna. Waki Mendoza, nagpaunan ng halo-halo. Thank you, Waki. Yun, tinapatan. Alright, and <laughs> Triple Mania is coming according to Admin Angelo. That's right, we didn't get to talk about this. We'll mention it briefly. Triple Ass Triple Mania has Kenny Omega facing Andrade, Andrade. El Figolo oh, pala, yeah. for oh, yeah. the Triple, Triple A Mega Campeonato. So, I don't know, you guys. I'm excited for this one. Especially since yes. Forbidden Door implication siya, diba? I'm probably going to find a copy of that uh, because I don't know where to watch it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know where to watch yeah. Lucha Libre. So, yeah. so, I'll just type so, highlights on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, probably right. Or or sail the high seas kung masipagkan. <laughs> Joseph is asking Joseph is asking in the comments is Bray beardless well apparently he is and apparently it's real and beardless Bray can actually hurt you wow <laughs> did you see his new mask that they posted the yeah, black one para, yeah, 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 yeah like a lot of people were saying why is he posting a picture of Jeff Hardy's face paint <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> which yeah, I also thought, thought by Hardy's the way face. I also thought yeah. the same thing so, <laughs> so it's just an interesting uh, scenario because apparently what he what the caption was they can't hurt us or they it can't be killed so it might be yeah, uh, yeah. teasing a uh, comeback here but definitely somebody teasing a comeback is one Buddy Murphy uh, oh dude put out yeah. a Moxley-esque vignette, vignette video uh, over the you know can I add can I add every WWE jump from from WWE to AEW always has the prison like yes, prison so you signed up for that locked here for eight years and they've also had a 90 day quarantine is it really a prison if it's voluntary <laughs> it, it's just funny though that was I, I like how detailed it was how they were saying that the, uh, besides the eight year imprisonment there was also a 90-day quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, no-compete clause. Yeah. Way to be subtle there. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy Murphy, not known for his subtlety or his originality, I guess. But, uh, he's, making a, he's making a comeback. He's saying that he wants to go back out there in the wrestling world. So where do you guys want to see him? Moving That's forward. Patty's favorite. Uh, See Buddy Murphy. We talk- oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Okay. So we talked about this. Roy and I talked about this on the audio-only episode. Uh, but see, Mark, maybe you might have some thoughts where you want to see Buddy Murphy. I I want to see him definitely on AEW. I want to see I want to see all the WWE guys jump to AEW because <laughs> no, because there's like a there's like when you work on AEW, you can jump over to New Japan just from what yes, I've been seeing, right. and you can yeah cross over to TNA it's like if you want these options why not jump right. you know what I mean because it's easier to jump from AEW to those others than it is from well not really anymore that forbidden door it's just so free you know what I mean <laughs> the only thing I wish AEW would do is fix their sounds and have more LED lights <laughs> so it stops looking <laughs> like a casino you know like more more granular <laughs> right right uh Gigi once uh, said something that I will have to agree with. Buddy Murphy to NJPW. Um, I would really want to see him, especially in New Japan of America, if they're really serious about um, building that brand up. He's a, he's a supposed super junior, so junior heavyweight. So, he's Easy move to heavyweight there. Yeah, he's, so, he's so jacked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He got even more jacked during, the, during this... <laughs> Quarantine, so I I like I like being able to see him somewhere where he can be a little bit more physical. Chino, see John on the comments said loaded na masyado si AEW last na sana muna sila si M Punk and Daniel Bryan. I I agree, but then you got to remember they're having two shows now, right? Which is yeah. which is what we're getting to right now. AEW is set to premiere its second. Flagship, second show. Yeah, yeah. Fa- flagship na rin yeah. Second flagship show. There's SmackDown. It's SmackDown. Yeah. There's but SmackDown. I, I like how it's opposite colors. Like Rampage is red and then Dynamite is somewhat bluish on Rainbow. The, on the font. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Rampage is premiering this week with Kenny Omega and Christian Cage fighting it out for the Impact World Championship. Then your headliner in love for the very first episode of Rampage. So guys, do we have 
any expectations for this show at all moving forward? I just find it amazing that they're defending other brands' titles on a. I don't know. It's just it's such a cool cool thing. I. I think it's not going to be a second brand just yet. I, I don't. I think they don't want to copy the the brand extension, the brand split that WWE pioneered in wrestling. So I feel like um, Rampage is going to be like what SmackDown was when it first launched, all the way back in 1999. Was it? 99. Uh, yeah. 99. SmackDown. So 99. it was just like a. A second show for everyone to appear in, uh, same roster, same brand, um, one huge roster. Uh, so now they have like four shows, uh, two on YouTube, two on TV. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna play out. Although I do want a brand split, I just don't think that we're gonna get it because everyone associates the brand split with WWE so much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I actually don't want a brand split. I do want a show where all these other guys that they hired can make appearances. We're talking Definitely. about your Malachi Blacks, your Andrade El Idolos, your Christian Cages, your Jungle Boys, your Luchasauruses, the people who are too good for dark, essentially. The people yeah. who are too Wait, good. A, nice, a nice rotation, <laughs> like a <laughs> solid the rotation. Who, are, who, are, who have had enough of squash matches. We can wait, wait, wait. See, see, John says Rampage is only a one-hour yes, show. Yes, I was going to get to that. Oh, I did not know this. I, was I, gonna get I didn't to either. That. Rampage being a one-hour show prevents it from actually being a legitimate competitor to Dynamite, the, the Raw to SmackDown, SmackDown. Diba? Yeah. Because anyway, it, it, it takes away its uh, ability to tell a story, especially when the time, li- the time slot is so limited. So what they're promising us, and I've seen this online, is that Rampage is going to be more action-forward. So we're going to get a densely packed match card on Rampage. Instead of having four or five vignettes backstage. Uh, yeah, no photos. more vignettes. Yeah, yeah. it's just wrestling moving forward, which I guess is, is good if you are missing out on the wrestling. But hopefully, we don't get unnecessarily long broadways. The more unnecessary Broadways <laughs> that AEW has become known for. Right? Like every match has to be longer than 10 minutes because everybody needs to shine. Right? Sana yeah. they know how to allot time properly to the people that need it and the people that don't. That's true. But yeah, I like that. It's going to be like NXT and NXT UK. I mean, old NXT where uh, people, it, when it was pre taped for you know a lot of episodes at a time. Right. So I'm okay, looking forward to that. So it means that it's dark and dark elevation because yeah. rampage. Pot- potentially. <laughs> yeah, because dark elevation or dark this week was almost two hours. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I just put it on as like white noise at this point. I don't really pay attention <laughs> right now. Uh, hey, speaking of, let's jump back to the NXT side of things because hey, like we were talking about earlier and part of the show, we did have some releases here, but they also moved a lot of their personnel around. So, guys like Dakota Kai, Keith Lee, Zia Lee, Odyssey Jones, Riddick Moss. Why is Riddick Moss? Aaliyah. Yeah, dude. He's not fired yeah, yet. <laughs> Aaliyah and Austin Theory have made appearances on dark matches on both the Raw and SmackDown. So, this is interesting to say Odyssey Jones is involved in the breakout tournament still. And uh, the Kota Kai is challenging for the NXT Women's Championship. So, alam na natin mangyayari dyan. <laughs> so, guys, your thoughts on these uh, move- movings and shaking? Uh, interesting that they are plucking up Odyssey Jones from the breakout tournament. So, I don't know if that means he's going to win the tournament or he's going to lose the tournament in the finals. Because he's going to the finals. But I do want to see him. I do think that SmackDown could use a big man like him. Although, there big men on both Raw and SmackDown. We got like Commander Aziz, got guys like uh, Mace and T-Bar and Omos. So, it will be interesting where they slot a lot of these guys. And it still goes to show that the roster is still pretty big for yeah. five hours of t- TV every week. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mark, I agree. your thoughts? Yeah, you agree? I do. I, I wouldn't even know where to place them anymore, huh? Like I, I kind of, I kind of get it. <sighs> right, dude. Yeah. So jumping <laughs> off these these uh, people, we go back to Adam Cole because what Adam Cole 
made an emergency meeting visit to one Vince McMahon backstage on SmackDown, supposedly to sign a big money contract for himself. So rumors and innuendos suggested earlier this week that he was being offered an AEW contract According to one David Meltzer, it was disproven. And now apparently he's being offered a big money contract for the main roster. Now we talked about it's, this. It's about... time. It's time. All right. Go ahead, Mark. Again. It's time, man. Adam Cole, baby. Like, it, I feel like it should have been a long time coming. And they let go of his uh, faction. So there's nowhere else. He's done well, everything. Right. They're, they're, he's done everything. In NXT, I feel like it's definitely time, but they, they can't carry and cross Adam Cole. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta plan it. You gotta you gotta really make it happen. I, I thought I thought because uh, they let his contract expire. I don't know if that's true. It was one of the rumors, right? And they extended it to SummerSlam. I thought um, I thought he might jump because you know he built NXT in a way. And you know they're they're kind of flipping it over its head. And you know if I was in his position, I'd be like, man, that's messed up. So I thought he would have jumped. So now hearing that he's going up to the main roster, it's time. I feel like uh, they want to leverage Adam Cole's CM Punk like uh, popularity. Uh, they want to do everything in their power to stop him. From going to another company, from whether it's AEW or Impact or NJPW or wherever, because uh, they know that Adam Cole Bebe is over, uh, and they know that a lot of people would still like to see him in WWE. So uh, I guess it's good for him and good for them that they want to try and keep him around. Uh, I just don't know how he'll stack up. Um, Aaron is right. I believe that Adam Cole can bulk up. I hope he does because uh, he's not. He's not six foot. I mean, um, Trexus uh, from Singapore is bigger than he is. Uh, <laughs> if you saw that segment on NXT this week where they had to break up the brawl and all of that, all of the security guards were bigger than Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. <laughs> so that, that has to be fixed, I believe. But uh, it's good for them. It's good for them that they recognize the potential in Adam Cole and how people, a lot of people like him so much bro do you remember when he debuted i mean when he showed up on the rumble uh I think yes it was two years back and just the yes, crowd yeah. response yeah i don't know you, you can't forget that yeah so i was really over he was really over there i was gonna say that adam cole size really shouldn't be a factor here because if you're talking about small we should also talk about finn balor and look at where he's at right now he's not he's Mike, jack, michael i mean yeah. super jack, yes very indicia six foot <laughs> 350 pounds. Yeah. yeah. So, but Adam Cole is really pretty. Like, he's a pretty man. <laughs> so, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, he, he, can, he can talk. He can build he can up talk. to that. I mean, I, I will agree that he can build up to that. So, so it doesn't have to necessarily be the, the seven foot, 500 pounder. Minimum seven foot. More like, I just want him to yeah. be. If, uh, if he's going to be like, uh, if he's like Finn Balor size, I would also like him to maybe be Finn Balor Rick. All right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That, you know what fair. I'm saying? That's fair. Yeah. That's <laughs> fair, yeah. I understand. I understand. Because it's the be look, right? On, it's the look. It's got to be the look. Yeah, hey, guys, I got a question. Sorry if it's a stupid one. Go but um, will Gargano ever like jump up or what's. what's... Well, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Um, it feels like they're keeping him there. Does he uh, want to stay there? or like... I think he wants to stay. I think he and Ciampa want yeah. to stay there. I believe that Johnny Gargano isn't moving out of NXT anytime soon. I believe that himself, Ciampa, and even Candice LeRae have committed themselves to NXT full-time. They're like gatekeepers now. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're they can the, be the gatekeepers. They've become the elder statesmen of NXT uh, as of this moment. Because Silaneo... They don't really need the title anymore, if you think about it. They don't need a title to run anymore because everybody knows their pedigree. Everybody knows their lineage, where they come from, what they're about in NXT. If you've watched NXT for as long as you have, you might actually know who they are without having to know that they need the title run. So I feel like they're comfortable where they're at right now. Plus, they're also, you know, the quote-unquote midgets that Vince doesn't really like to see. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that yeah. as well. Uh, 
I don't think that although Gorgano's really over, Ciampa's really over, but yeah, I don't believe that they have as much crossover appeal as one Adam Cole, though. So, but I do want to see them thrive and succeed in the main roster. But, um, Aaron's right, I don't see it, I don't see it. I'd rather see them in NXT, whether it's developmental or whether it's a third brand. I got another um, kind of dumb question because I actually don't know what's what's gonna happen in two hundred five since they don't want oh, yeah. <laughs> smaller sized athletes. Yeah, right? that's a good question because the they cruiserweight title, like, all they that. Fired yeah. like seventy percent of the people who were wrestling in two hundred five. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think we'll find out as we go along. Um, this week will have will have will definitely be uh an eye opening week because uh. That this will be the first week in which there are virtually almost no 205 live guys left. Um, only like a couple, so I don't know how they're gonna take that. Uh, Joseph is asking, Will that the official statement that releases Dino Bryan? They don't need one because um, his contract expired, they didn't yeah. really release him. So that is the official, everyone knows his contract has expired, and they were basically running him out of the company after that match with Roman Reigns. All right, so moving down the car, you guys want to talk about Ric Flair? Yeah, this is funny. Oh, yeah. It's on. It's <laughs> on here. Funny. Yeah. So we might as well just talk about. Yeah, it's it. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ric Flair apparently wants to wrestle again at 74? Yeah. So the story behind this is that Booker T was talking to Ric Flair, and I I think Ric Flair was telling him that he doesn't see himself as a manager, and that if he could, he would want to wrestle again. <laughs> so that means like parang he might want to wrestle again. I don't know for who who's gonna let him wrestle again. WWE did not let him wrestle again because he he is on their no touch policy list. Dude, I don't so, want to see another Hogan Flair TNA <laughs> blood match. You know, it was awful. I mean, every time Flair cuts a promo, he looks like he's about to have an aneurysm. He <laughs> hit every time. So that's just from a promo. What about working a match? I don't want to see an old man die in the ring. <laughs> he had the best farewell like on WWE at that mania with Michaels. I'll disregard the whole TNA run. Like you got to <laughs> you got to leave it at that, you yeah, know. Yeah, the the I love you I'm sorry. This is yeah. one of the best you gotta leave top it at five that. moments, right? And and then you have Ric Flair and Jay Lethal. Which is also another top. We need to have a top five lit for moment listicle here. Uh, we should just run down the best and the worst <laughs> of Ric Flair here. Yeah, I think you should manage. I, I definitely think you should manage because he can yeah. lift somebody up. That Ric Flair name, they're making rap songs about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he could really make somebody credible. So, yeah. And that Lacey Evans storyline was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is apparently one of the reasons why he left, supposedly, the WWE. Yeah. But I'd have something to do with that. But jumping off Ric Flair, let's talk about his future son-in-law, Andrade El Idolo, who's set to to fight Kenny Omega for the AAA Mega Capitano this weekend. Um, over this weekend, in, this weekend, right? Okay, so, okay. I think it's on Saturday. Saturday, done, so Friday, Sunday, dito, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong, comments. Um, but yeah, according to Andrade El Idolo on a podcast guesting, um, he wants to see his fellow Los Ingobernables, uh Mexico compatriots uh, and Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair in AEW. So this is in- this is like an interesting clickbaity thing that he said uh, over the weekend. So. Again, alam naman natin na hindi mangyayari to, but it's just like a nice thing to put out in the ether, right? Yeah, it's natural that he would want them over in uh, in the company. But, at, you know, at this point, I don't think AEW would book Charlotte better than WWE is. Yeah. Like, uh, WWE gives a lot more time to their women, um, even that's the main event, diba. Right? So I, if I were Charlotte, I would stay with the big money. Yeah. And... Stay where I am treated like the actual queen yeah. that I am, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Charlotte being the the LeBron of the women's division only makes sense for her to stay with the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like that's where the money is. That's where she has the most <laughs> control over the bar. When she jumps over to AEW, I don't really think she has much of a of a a challenge or a credible 
threat, I guess you could say, uh, with regards to her pedigree, with regards to her capabilities. Uh, not to say that what talented female wrestlers on AEW, but we've all talked about the problematic female booking one time and yeah. again here on the show. So even if that as I want Orin to Charlotte as a women's <laughs> champion, which some of you might have a gripe with, I definitely think she should just stay in the WWE. Because she's at WWE. least at least till she beats her father's record, right? Right. Well, maybe, <laughs> again. maybe that one day even... transitional championship was insane. I was like, they're really <laughs> spiking that number up for Charlotte. <laughs> the, the and the Sasha Charlotte feud. Yeah, crazy. yeah. There is a good chance that she's going to get another another uh, reign in that list yeah. uh, next next weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah I agree. very good chance. Triple threats. Never know what can happen. You only have a thirty-three point three percent chance of winning, according to Scott Steiner. I don't know. I always see a triple threat as um, if it's two heavy hitters, the one added has to be pinned. You know what I mean? That's how I see triple threats. All right. So with that, let's jump into another break. But first, let's hear Ro tell you more about the ways you can help the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right, guys, we also have an affiliate link on Shopee. So if you are shopping on Shopee, you can help us with your online shopping. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee, tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. Again, portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. All right, and now a few words from our fellow podcast here on Podcast Network Asia. Hi mga matcha sexy chismosa, ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba pa longest? Yung pinakamahaba? Oo, parin tayong pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil ang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba? Tayo rin yung pinakamatigas. Hey, let's get to some Kumu shoutouts. Ang daming nagpaparamdam sa Kumu, guys. Thank you. Hey, Please remember you. to keep letting Kumu know that you want that wrestling, wrestling content every Thursday by hitting those hearts. Sabi ni... Admin Angelo, the headliner of uh, Rampage, is actually Brit versus Red Velvet. So I stand corrected. Oh, damn. Which is there you w- go. W- weird, I guess. Okay, but okay. Dark, <laughs> dark number one din daw yung mahaba because elevation is sometimes less than an hour. Okay. Sabi ni Waki Mendoza, uh, I don't think he'll be well handled. I think he is talking uh, about Buddy Murphy here. He is damn good, but he's not going to be used well. Yeah, again. And then, sabi din ni Monday Night Rowan making his presence felt. The Brian Kendrick should come out of retirement to save 205 Live. So, you know, mm. suggestions <laughs> niya for 205 Live. I think he's just coaching yeah. at this point. Yeah. Let, him, let him coach. Let him coach. Yeah. He's, he's, he's uh, had a nice career. Sabi ni Tristan Riddle, bro, Sasha Banks can do it. Sabi ni... Kyle, sabi ni KMM Gregorio. Kyle here, telling his thoughts, you know, Roe is on fire with the promos. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, wala na pala nagsabi, but Kyle sent us a halo-halo. Thanks, guys, for all hey. the Thank you, Kyle. gifts, for all the comments, for all the uh, suggestions and, and iterations that you've let us know on Kumu. We are now down to our last few minutes here on the podcast. Before that, before that, oh, I, just, I just wanted to shout out. I just wanted to shout out Julian, who says he was just finished using the link, our link for Shopee. I say he says it's his first time doing online shopping, so he had to use the link. So thank you for using the link. It actually does work. We just got paid recently the other day, oh. so uh, every little bit does help. Oh, actually, guys, useful yung link na yan dahil kung wala yung link na yan, wala tayong panggastos. Yun yung ayuda namin. Ayuda namin yan. So, thank you guys for always tuning in using all our links. But now, let's jump into today's, or this week, rather's uh, Throwback Thursday topic. The TBT top topic for this week. 
all goes to one Mr. Chris Irvine, a.k.a. Chris Jericho. So I didn't know his last a, name was Irvine. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> his dad was actually, fun fact, his dad was actually an NHL Hall of Famer, or is an wow. NHL Hall of Famer. So he comes from a pedigree of sports. But anyway, Chris Jericho actually celebrates his 22nd, I'm bad at math, 22nd, 23rd. Parang yeah, 22nd, I believe. Uh, WWE debut anniversary. Grab it. Which one? 22. No, <laughs> Sorry, what? Which, Which one? one? No, <laughs> His very first one. If I'm. Oh, I love that one. Back. Yeah, your your Y2J Y2 Jericho debut. Yeah, uh, in the WWE at the peak of the millennium here. So just before the clock struck 12, they were being teased with the Y2K bug, and then yep. it was because Jericho. And, and since then, then, we've had multiple uh, iterations or variants, as we say, of Chris Jericho in the WWE. So I'm going to throw this out to our comment section as well as you guys. What are some of your favorite WWE Jericho moments? Okay, I'll start. Yeah, um, go ahead, I love the catchphrase Jericho uh, when he was um, the Lionheart yeah. and he love spewing out his catchphrases like you will never ever, ever. be the same again, again. <laughs> so the, the, i mean those were the things that kind of helped get me into wrestling uh, all the way back when i was in my early teens so uh thank you chris jericho for being so over being so fucking entertaining that uh we had me and my friends had to say your catchphrases yeah, he was he was incredible. Alan said interrupting the rock. That was right at his um debut for the countdown to the millennia. Yes. Like the yes. countdown was the rock was doing a promo. The countdown interrupted him, zero, and then it's Chris Jericho and back, you know, straight to the rock. That's wild. What else? Some somebody said here the list of Jericho and the festival of friendship. Really, really sad stuff. A really good segment that the Festival of Friendship. They really play that really well. Uh, the list is also super funny because that was him going back to his comedic chops, his comedic timing. So always fun whenever everyone would get it. One of my favorites was um, when a fan said, go back to somewhere. And he goes, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Like, that was one of my, <laughs> I, I remember seeing that. That was, that was amazing. Oh, I loved his back and forth with Stephanie. Right. Yeah, Stephanie yeah. took that like a champ. Yeah. And also, but you, you know, it's not going to fly today. Yeah, you know? definitely yeah. not. Cancel, cancel. <laughs> sure, sure, cancel. Sure, cancel. I'll get back to you, Rhino. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Also, I, uh, I actually really enjoyed when he cut his hair, did yeah. a second run, because he it was a different dynamic when he the came Paul, back for that the run. The Boggy Jericho. The, yeah. <laughs> I love every I iteration that. of Chris Jericho. I'll be honest. I loved it when he debuted. I loved it when they thought he won, and we all thought he won the title. Pero fast count pala, so di pala counted. And I loved it when he finally won and became undisputed champion. That was great, man. Yeah, I love. I loved it when he worked with Christian and Trish in that WrestleMania 20 moment that we all yes, yes, always yes. talk about. That to me is always going to go down as a classic Jericho moment. Again, I can go on and on about Chris Jericho. He's one of my favorites. Easy. Also, can I add, because it was incredible too, and I can't believe it wasn't a Mania headliner, Owens Jericho. That whole yes. ordeal. I really that was towards the end of his WWE run. Funnily really enough, according to the Broken Skull Sessions podcast, he did. It was supposed to be the headliner of um, WrestleMania or SummerSlam, one of those pay per views. Should have been. Should have been so for the US yeah. Championship, and Vince was the only one who didn't make it the headliner because he didn't see the point of putting the US Championship in the headlining spot. Yeah. So yeah. So so that's why we didn't get it as a headliner. So. We're, we're talking about the WWE moments of Chris Jericho here. So, he counted yung pain maker and yung <laughs> Le Champion. Sorry, Alan and the other guy who said Le Champion. But hey, why not? Let's talk those count as well. I thought that we, we got a shout out. Uh, Bruce mentioned the time yes. when he was in the Philippines. And he did his, his friggin' homework <laughs> yeah. on the Filipino language yeah. on Tagalog. And 
basically invited everyone to call him a gago. Uh, that was really, really good. Up to now, a masterpiece of promo work, of heel work that I wish hope to one day replicate. I was right in the front row. I could see Chris Jericho react when the whole crowd started chanting Duterte. And he just pulled out the gago out of nowhere. The guy was just a master class in like crowd work, in like promo handling, angling. And he says, like, you if you peek into his mind, you might see a lot of Donald Trump, but you also see a lot of genius and Waki sa Kubu OG belt collector. That's actually true. That's actually true, yeah, yeah. He oh. did collect. Does this what? count the 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 thousand holds with uh, Dean Yeah, thousand and one. He was yeah, thousand four. Thousand and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One up Dean Malenko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to bring that up. And, and then he, I remember he did like a Fox Sports guesting where he would just interrupt the host and go down the list of holds that he knew. <laughs> and then after a certain point, it was just made up like number yeah. four. The Peruvian choke, number five. <laughs> I, I, I also heard that like uh, when they did that run and they would go on a commercial break, he would say something to the live audience like, like your basketball team sucks. They would boo like crazy. Then the, the camera starts rolling and it's like a thousand and six. <laughs> name another hole. Sabi ni John Christopher Castillo entrance ko kapag pumapasa ko sa classroom ng high school Chris Jericho Y2J Sabi ba he'd stand in the doorway yeah, That was the best man. That was the best That is the best uh, That is pretty iconic yeah. if you think about it no? when you realize it I can't believe he jumped at the time <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe it Yeah. Until now? No, at the time when when that first happened, time. I was like, "What? No way!" Yeah, <laughs> man, man, yeah, nothing but the best memories of one Chris Jericho. As we wrap up this week and the wrestling wrestling podcast, we jumped right to our picks of the week. And yo, mauna na ako because mine isn't really a, a wrestling pick. It's a little cheap. Um, I'm picking the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> Uh, just because John Cena is there and because in 2016 I foolishly cheered on the first Suicide Squad and we all, was that before you saw it? Uh, before I saw it, yeah I saw the trailer <laughs> and I was like what best movie ever and it was not the best movie ever guys we all know, we all know what happened there um, so I'm just glad that we got to see a new version of it Check it out if you're friendly neighborhood pirates or VPNs. Um, <laughs> Ro will always let you know how to get their hands. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you sign yeah. up for the Patreon, the yeah. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon, you you could have gotten a copy yeah. because that was you know tangentially wrestling related exactly. because of one John which, which John is all, Felix Anthony yeah. Cena. So that's why it's my pick of the week because of the piece. Yeah, <laughs> I also love on his Instagram all the all the posters. He's invisible because you can't see him. <laughs> Like all the posters in his promo. I, I am all for all the King Shark content out there. Like it's all mine now. <laughs> I love it. Whatever it is, King Shark anything, I'm on it. Uh Mark, what's do you have a pick for this week? You want I, I have two. Um right, go, watch, for it, go for it. Watch uh if if you if you don't have a lot of time and you 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 want to catch up, I would say uh watch the RK Bro highlights on the right. WWE YouTube channel. Yeah, it's right. it's really yeah. worth it. And the second one, if you want to jump ship to see what the other guys are doing, watch the, the elite. Watch the elite versus what was his name? That new dude. He was really good. Wait, I wrote it on my notes. Uh, see Dante Jordan. That match, I really enjoyed it for some reason. It was and seeing them hold all the gold was awesome. I don't know. That's my top two picks of the week. Randy and Riddle have such great chemistry, you know. I don't, I don't know. Depends on which. I mean, it doesn't matter what you feel about Riddle and his controversies outside the ring, but he can play a really good babyface and uh, a nice, you know, foil to Randy Orton's super straight, uh, super serious act. So definitely hitting it out of the park. Every the week. only reason why I watch Raw, to be honest, right now, <laughs> it really. I is. don't blame you, man. Yeah. I don't blame you. 
yeah, Dante Martin, because I want to elite. Uh, John uh, corrected you. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Dante thank Martin, you. yeah, one half of Dante Martin, yeah. Top flight. Uh, Ro, what's thank your you, pick? Thank you. Uh, my pick of the week is from NXT UK. As always, uh, last week they did a 30-minute Iron Man match between Jordan Devlin and A Kid. Pretty good stuff. Uh, it's the first 30. It's the first 30-minute Iron Man match in the brand's history, and it's pretty good. So they still have the freedom to do all that kind of stuff. I don't know how it's going to change after the the vision of NXT changes, the direction of NXT changes. So I hope that it doesn't get affected too much because those guys are also working their asses off. All right, that does it for this week's Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We made it. Woo. Yeah. Thank you so I hope much. feels better, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for everybody tuning in. Then their thoughts be heard on Kumu on the Facebook page. Now, of course, bago mag-end no to, kailangan natin mag-plug, di ba? Kasi oh. ano pa saan pa to, di ba? Ano man bayan to, eh. Let's start with Mark. Mark, let the people know what you have going on. Uh, right now, I got absolutely nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm working on a few <laughs> new things. I'm revamping the whole uh, DJ thing soon, so watch out for it. Uh, you can check out my music at Mark Thompson Official, and uh, I I make song. I made a song out of farts. So if you guys want to check that out, it's what? on YouTube too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. So uh, yeah, check Stan's it out gonna love that. Yeah, Stan's gonna love that's that. That's a very Stancy song, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you have any new episodes for your podcast? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be actually coming out with a new episode, hopefully by this weekend. So if you haven't followed our new podcast with the hosts of Wrestling Afterwork and the Geeky Wants and Admin Jackie of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, please do so. It is evolving backwards. So it is a slice of life podcast where we answer a question every episode. Hope you can uh, follow that. And also, please follow our TikTok because we need more wrestling content. Um, we always want to answer your questions. And if we can't answer your questions, we were going to answer them on a mailbag episode of the podcast. So follow our TikTok at WrestlingQXPod. Hey, Ro, if if you sing Chris Jericho's um, theme song in AEW, Judas, right? Uh, if you do it on TikTok, I'll give you a follow. I'll promote it. <laughs> <laughs> I will see what I can do. Oh, yeah. Bro, Sabini Bruce Lim. I love the Evolving Backwards podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you for listening. So, Sana, I love you then yung the Class Clown podcast. That's my own. Oh, love you then. Oh, go. My own personal go, go, podcast. When this week we have Mr. Red Oliero, and he and I talk about pandemic comedy because, you know, one of the things that was hit during the pandemic was the absence of live shows and live entertainment. And, of course, stand up comedians like myself and Red have been affected by this and we talk about we definitely feel you chino yeah definitely. as a dj you know what we're talking about here the so yeah. we we we've had to adapt the by you yourself myself everybody in the live entertainment scene and we talk about how we've had to adapt what we do moving forward about how that applies to our current craft and all that and more on the class clown podcast so that is available on all your podcast platforms also on my social media at Chino Supersized. Also, give a follow to at Roizwar and at underscore Stan C. And of course, at Resting to X Pod as well for Twitter. On Twitter. And yeah. at Resting Resting Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Yes. yes Alright. And also give That's us right. a That's right. Give us a follow on Spotify because an important, yes. important uh-huh. metric that the people of PA look at is the follows. We are revealing the podcasting secrets <laughs> No, but seriously, thank you Thank you to the wonderful guys and girls Of PNA of Podcast Network Asia Especially to our babyface producers Nikai, Sola, and Gail uh, For helping us do what we do Helping us sound like how we sound like Here on the podcast every week also, tune in to Row and Stan tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow, oh. as they do the PNA second anniversary live stream. Go, Ro. Almost forgot. Oh. Because again, promote more Row. Okay, okay. Tomorrow we will be on the second anniversary, uh, the second episode of the second anniversary celebration that is going on all uh, the entire August, all weeks of August. So you can join the games, I believe. You can join the Kahoot games and stand a chance to walk away with some really cool prizes. So again, tune in. Uh, that's at um, seven o'clock, I believe. PM. Seven o'clock. 
6 30 30 p.m sorry my bad sorry thank you baby face producer nikai for the correction 6 30 p.m on the podcast network asia facebook account all right and that does it for this week's episode of the wrestling wrestling podcast for our guest mark thompson Ro Moran, I have been Chino Liao. This has been the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast signing out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.